All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the first episode of the Nice Eye Podcast. I am your host, Dave EMC, yeah. alongside uh, the other host of this show, who happens to be Call me the shit. boy, Shuki. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? I'm great, man. You know, just out here quarantining, and chilling, keeping to myself, self-distancing from everything. Uh, self-distancing life. And everyone. <laughs> I mean, we're adapting, life. right? We just adapted. You have to, man. But um, I, I kind of secretly wish that I wasn't working from home. But uh, that's a story for another day. <laughs> I mean, at least you work. And, you know, most of us is just those of us that don't necessarily have that formal employment. We're just out here kind of just waiting for things to you know, kind of switch up and see what's happening for us. Yeah, that sounded kind of selfish from me. I apologize for that. That's that's a bit <laughs> that's a bit insensitive. Nah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right, bro. So without wasting too much time, because um, mm-hmm. well, because of the way this call was set up, uh, yeah. what do you, what do you want to get into? Because there's a lot to talk about. There have been. Uh, the IG live beat battles. There's been um, yeah. Patient Zero uh, in Kenya uh-huh. recovering from Corona. Uh, there's been new music coming out. Um, yeah. And of course, we have to get into some controversy on Drink Champs. <laughs> I mean, it's only right since we're already talking about the quarantine. Let's, let's get on with that as we get into this Patient Zero, man. Like, we've been... We've been in quarantine for what? How, how many days has it been now? This has been... Okay, since the coffee came in, it's been like a week. Yeah, about a week or so? About a week or so. But I think people were told um, to start chilling at home maybe from maybe two and a half weeks ago. About two and a half weeks ago. Huh? Yeah. But like, uh, I mean, it's been causing some friction because I guess some people aren't necessarily ready to just, you know, Put mm-hmm. everything off and sit down and wait. Mm-hmm. Guys haven't necessarily been ready in terms of like you know their stocking, their finances, their their food situation. No, but no, but some, but some have been ready because uh, you yeah. you remember you remember seeing the way guys were panic buying. I think the first mm-hmm. few mm-hmm. days after guys were told, okay, well the shit is here, yeah. so you have to you know go home. Yeah, but yeah. you remember uh, while this while this panic buying is going on, remember people also being limited to to what they can purchase. Majors. So guys are picking. The no, 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 no. That happened. That happened after, bro. Because I remember oh. um, listening to the story of Junction. The Carrefour Junction was completely like everything was taken off the shelf. Like people were buying right. in bulk like that. And then afterwards is when they decided, okay, there's a limit to the number of things you can buy. And it was mostly mm-hmm. uh, these foreign foreign guys who were, who were Kenyan citizens. At the same time, they were the ones who were buying everything. I guess it was just diplomats and the diplomats' kids and like that. Um, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I guess people had, had a little bit of time. Senior Kenya, man, we also like that that last minute rush. <laughs> so I guess I guess some people were caught in that crossfire. Now, one day on this podcast, we're, we're going to talk about why we enjoy being last minute so much, like with everything. 
adrenaline, man. Maybe, maybe it's adrenaline. You never know. Maybe people get a high from knowing this is the last opportunity to do it. Yeah, but why wait a few days into the deadline? Dog, beats me. Maybe, maybe, maybe we need to find our people that do this because it's the same thing with passports. It's the same thing with, I think, even the Huduma number, though people are fighting against it. It's the same thing with, you know, when we're trying to get, every, every time something new is introduced, basically, mm. it's a rush. The, the two things that screw us over as Kenyans is last-minute rush and rainy weather. I don't know what makes us get confused about rainy weather, but things just can't be normal during those two situations. And you see how do my number that story has disappeared somehow. Bruh, that's that now that's a story for another day. Cause we we, we wanna know. <laughs> we wanna know what was what was that all about? Alright, so at the time of recording this, uh I think the deaths are over I think a hundred and not 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 the deaths. The the cases are a hundred and I think ten. In the, in the country, yeah? Yeah, in the country, mm-hmm. and then um, four deaths, I think, so far, and the supposed recovery of two people. Now, now, since you said supposed, I guess, I guess there's no better time than now to get into that. You saying supposedly, man, Dave. Let's, 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 get, it, let's get into the conspiracy, let me, let me tickle your brain, bro. Let me tickle your brain. What you, what you mean by supposed? You don't sound like you believe Brenda and Brian. Um, only because they went on a PR tour. <laughs> like, do, no, yeah, honestly, how do, how do you recover? How do you recover? And then immediately you told, all right, let's put a bunch of cameras in front of you, uh, go to the Ministry of Health headquarters, you meet with the CS, and yeah, you explain. Boom, 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 everything's set. Everything is set. Yeah, that was that was kind of fishy. You know, at first, I just took it at face value. I didn't think much of it. But when I logged into the internet, and you know, our country people don't play, man. Kenyans are saying all types of mess on online. It got me to thinking. It really got me to thinking. And before I could even make my own conclusions, receipts. Hey, Kenyans, who hurt you? Receipts. Receipts was popping up like no one's business. Okay, some we'll get into the unnecessary receipts, but like mm-hmm. immediately, I think, I think this time when guys, most guys are home, um, th- there's going to be a lot of things that are going to go down. Like I, I even saw last night on Twitter, guys are, are saying, okay, at some point, guys are going to turn on the health CS, and then like it's, shit is going to go bad. Uh huh. So trust Kenyans to look for for just one thing to pinpoint at what toy receipts do wapi and then and then just like <laughs> the story is just like you know, that we move on to the next thing. But you know what people need to figure out the way I see it is um this is just a testament to this is just a testament to how we have little faith in our government that anytime they say something, we're always on the lookout for the for the other angle of the story. We're always like, nah, nah I don't, I don't think this is it. Yeah. So the moment this show came up, if if we had a if we had leadership that we trusted, would have been would have been you know the if it was a ploy, if if it's a test or anything, 
it would have lasted. It would have ran its course. But because we've been hurt so many times by the same people, anytime they try to do something, we're always like, we're always like on the edge of our seats. We're not putting all our feet in there just yet. I'm a stick. You know how you get into cold water? Mm -hmm. You stick your toe in, you stick your big toe in as you slowly get into the pool of water. That's how we function. Yeah, yeah. This is how we've been functioning for seven years, bro. Imagine, man. Seven years. You're going to get into that later. (laughs) I see what you did right there. I see what you did, Dave. All right, man. So, okay, you. What do you think about about, about the whole Brenda story? Because, because my mind, my mind immediately just like I went to Twitter, just to kind of huh? see what people were saying about them, and then, uh, of course, we have the the receipts that were pulled up, like her nudes, right. which was really mm. disrespectful. It wasn't. It wasn't necessary, mm. actually. It, yeah. it wasn't necessary. But I mean, what do you think about the whole thing? Because guys were pulling receipts from 2015. Like these two were like had known each other since back then. Now, I don't I don't want to play no moral authority. I don't want to play CIA. I don't want to play like the dude that knows it all. Yeah. So I'm not gonna make my conclusions on whether I think it's real or not, or whether it was a test or not, or PR. What I will say though is that if it does turn out that we're just being fed a BS story. It's just going to show us even more how whack the government is. Because at a time like this, a time like this, when like these are lives, we're not talking about trivial stuff here. We're not talking about some trivial shit. We're talking about people's lives. And the fact that our government could potentially use this opportunity to do some PR stunts for their own benefit. I don't see how the country's benefiting from this story, but clearly they'd have a motive if they're trying to do this to our people and lie to us in broad daylight i feel like that says a lot about them and in the future as a people we need to learn how to make better decisions when we're picking these dudes because clearly these guys don't give a they they don't care about us so if it comes out if it comes out real that these guys are just doing some pr thing i'll be super disappointed and i'll be super worried as a person of this country and the governance of it, I wouldn't know what to do next. But until then, man, I'm just, I'm just chilling. I'm just quarantining, hoping it don't catch me or my people, yeah. and just waiting for the word, man. We're just waiting to see what the government will say also during this quarantine period. How long do you think everything is uh, going to go until? Bro, I don't know. People are saying we should project. Like, the projections are saying we should expect more deaths, I think, in the first half of April. Now I'm not, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the number of deaths. I'm talking about like how long do you think this is, this will go for? Like generally, even even worldwide, because the projections say uh, it could go till June or July. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, based on what people are saying, they're assuming it's going to be an increase in deaths and or an increase in coronavirus cases. Yeah. I really I'm I'm really not in a position to try and predict. I'm hoping it takes as little as possible, bro. Because so much has been affected, you know, uh, as a, you know, you do your art thing on the side, you know how we've been affected by it. We're yeah. hoping the vaccine come out real soon so we can go back to normal, figure out how we can deal with the patients. But I'm honestly in no position to, to predict. When this thing came at first, to be mm-hmm. absolutely honest, mm-hmm. when this thing first started, I was one of those guys that's like, ah, this isn't for us, you know. I was like, man, we ain't got nothing to worry about. I didn't think it would get this serious, but the way I'm looking at the, the, the chair I'm sitting in right now, 
has yeah. a completely different view of it. I'm worried about it. I hope it goes away. I'm just trying to stay safe. I can't predict how long it takes. All right, man. Uh, what for me, for me, I think in terms of the African cases, um, yeah. because the African cases are so, you know, so so much fewer than the global cases. Like, it's gonna take the rest of the world more time for them to like recover and like. Mm-hmm get back to some sort of uh, normalcy. But I think for us, um, especially in Kenya, maybe if I was being optimistic, I'd say June. June? June. Like, so for, like, for, like, for, like for everything to hit its peak and then now start coming down, if people continue to stay in the house. Because another thing about That's... Kenyans is we are stubborn as hell. Mm-hmm. We are stubborn as hell. Like, like, look, look how, look how it took police beatings for people to think, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's true, but not to not to go back to what we probably just yeah. kind of brushed over. But yeah. I'm sure you understand why Kenyans are kind of finding it hard to just chill. Yeah, you know what I mean. So <clears throat> that's uh, that's on a national level. We're hoping yeah. we can contain it, man. But. Uh, Man, so much, so many, so many things are being said about this. So many conspiracy theories. I don't even know what to believe about the origin of this disease anymore, how it came about, yeah. where it's coming from. People saying it's it, it's population control. People saying it's a it's a mistake. I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're, we're gonna save the conspiracy theories for for the next episode because that that is gonna be that's gonna be a, a fun conversation. <laughs> it's too much to talk about. There's too much to talk about 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 it, and there's also updates. Like there's constant updates. Mm-hmm. All right, bro. Switching gears now. Um, we're gonna go from something sad and very serious to something fun. Have you been keeping up with these IG live performances, bro? What else is there to do, man? They they they're, they're killing me. I I just love everything I'm seeing, man. Performances, the DJ sets, yeah, pretty much everything that's going on. Not to just single it on only on the the performances. Pretty much everything that's going on online right now is really entertaining. From the performances, the DJ sets, and even the the challenges that people are participating in. They're getting creative. I'm not a fan of the challenges, but uh, the IG live performances. Like, which ones? Which ones have you been watching? Performances? Yeah, the, I, like the beat battles or the performances. Like, for example, when Saudi Soul did their IG live uh, concert. Yeah, Saudi Soul was nice. Saudi Soul was nice. I really liked Black Coffee. I didn't. I didn't do the whole thing, but I, I got a glimpse of Black Coffees and the little bit that I saw mm-hmm. was mad impressive. Mm-hmm. Saudi Souls was really nice as well. Octopizzle just did his on YouTube. I think mm-hmm. a day or so ago. That looked pretty interesting as well. Um, I'd say maybe we have a little bit. We we need to uh, we need to do something about sound. Yeah. Maybe we need to rectify something a little bit on the sound front. But, but I think, but I think that's the, on Instagrams. That's on Instagrams part because like, if you get if you get uh, I think IG waters down the quality sometimes. So, like depending on now your phone. Now your phone might even give you even worse quality depending on what kind of phone you have. So if IG's water, what IG just needs to stop watering down the quality. It's, it's not fun. 
I, so on that, I follow, I, I believe you follow Tim McGuire. Yeah. Yes, I don't know what kind of equipment people are necessarily setting themselves up with, but he was he was advising guys whether you're using a phone or your laptop or whatnot. So when you're doing your when you're doing your 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 in-house concert, there's yeah. a lot of things to factor in, you know. So and that's what's kind of creating the difference. That's what's kind of creating the you know drawing the line between those who deem themselves pro or those that are putting a bit more into their craft than the other. Because grabbing your phone and singing is one thing. We still appreciate that. But yeah. in this time and now where guys are, are putting their all into everything, you find this certain, um, these small, small gadgets that sometimes you might not know about. You have to like get into that particular task to, to learn about, about them. I saw him advising guys on some adapter that you can purchase, and it helps with the general quality of your sound. All right. All right. That's fair. Um, let's, let's get into the, the big battles everyone was talking about. Did you, did you happen to catch, like, the, maybe even the next day, did you happen to catch, uh, Timberland versus Swiss Beats? Bro, I was there. I, I was catching that. I caught that. That was, that was interesting. And that's man, not the first time they've done that. Man, that was, that was, oh my God. And you know what I love about it is, I think Timberland, Answers beats. They started this thing even before the quarantine thing happened. They've done this before, right? Yeah. What I love about it is their OG still doing some, some, you know, they're still using the internet in a smarter way than the younger kids who came with the internet. All right. They've been doing that. They've kept us entertained. They do it for the culture and they're still growing. Yeah. So watching them drop all those hits, it was nostalgic. It felt good. It, yo, it was entertaining, man. Uh, what about Scott uh, Scott Storch versus Manny Fresh? Scott Storch versus Manny Fresh. I I I didn't I didn't catch the whole thing, but that was another one. Always been a big fan of Manny Fresh, man. But Scott Storch, Scott Storch, he showed he showed what he's about. Bruh, it, bruh, you remember, you you remember how Scott Storch was a whole era, man. Back like back in the early two thousands. Yup, yup. Even Manny Fresh though, but Manny Fresh, I feel like he was just playing a lot of the Cash Money uh, catalog, and then Scott Storch was just like bouncing from different. Like he has, like both of them produced a lot um, of great music. But did did you catch like how maybe Manny Fresh was just playing mostly the Cash Money catalog? And you see, that's the thing. Manny Fresh is talented as hell. Don't get me wrong, but you see, yeah. Manny Fresh was really based or heavy in the South. Whereas Scott Storch was one of those producers, he got to the point where he was one of those producers that was sought after worldwide. He went from Dr. Dre to to 50 Cent to to you know to R and B chops. So Scott Storch, he was just he's just something else. I wish yeah. now speaking on that, man, speaking yeah. on that, what kind of which battle, which two producers do you think would be an interesting battle in KE? Like in KE, all the way from the from the Ogopa days to the current sound, man. Who do you who do you think would would uh, do some real interesting? Ted Josiah versus Musioka. Yo, we should lobby for that. How can we get that? Ted Josiah versus Musioka. That that is one. It's 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 like mm-hmm. it's like if you would get Dre Dre versus Doctor Dre versus uh uh. Mm-hmm. There, 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 there's something I was I was listening to I think 
Joe Joe Budden's podcast last night, and he was saying, you know, imagine if you had Dre in a beat battle versus, I think, who who is he talking about? Like, imagine imagine now that kind of level, that top level. You've had hits for damn near thirty years. Like, who who would you put Dre against? Like, it's it's mm. that it's that kind of level. So Ted Josiah versus Monsieur. Yeah. I don't know how we can level, lobby for that because. Uh, there has to be a way to lobby for that, man. That would be. Uh, how about how about what you what you think about what you think about some like um, provoke versus Bob's on the track. Oh damn. Yeah. Oh damn. Okay. 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 That sounds like something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm a I'm a. I'll see what I can do, man. I'm going to try to push Provoke in that direction, see what he says. Although, he's doing another thing. Have you seen what they're up to? Oh, what is he doing? They're not, they're not doing a challenge. It's more of they're creating a beat together. So it's like someone does one thing. The other day, I think ABH Sounds did like keys. Provoke maybe did drums. Someone else does like melodies. So they're also doing something of their own, but it's less, it's more of a collaborative thing, less mm-hmm. of a challenge. Yeah. It's still dope, though. You get to see. I mean, our people are still doing our thing, man. On this side, that one's yeah, cool man. Because... So, so yeah, on the on the KE side, yeah, yeah, those two, those those actually those those two those two battles that that would actually be very very dope. Um, what do you think about the DJs? Like, which Kenyan DJ have you enjoyed so far? Like, because I've been I'll be checking out G. Now this this is the thing about me, man. The reason I I watched even the Black Coffee one is because yeah. Black Coffee also like he makes records, you know. He has records to his name, not just DJing and stuff. So yeah. I'm not really a big fan of DJ mixes. I'm not finna sit there and just watch you mix. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. so I I haven't really watched um the Kenyan DJ mixes in full conclusion. I'm watching. I caught DJ254, who was mixing yeah. on his FB live because, you know, I mess with him. I know the homie personally. And he's, he's, he's always been putting out some nice mixes, yeah. though he doesn't do it too regularly. I tried to catch the Joan Falmer one a little bit. Those, those an initial one he did. I think he has another one coming, coming out this weekend, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. So I caught the Joan Falmer one a little bit. I caught the G-Money one. Y'all was tagged by so many. I think G-Money's must have been popping because so many people tag me and they're like, yo, come to this party, come to this party. The one for last night? No, nah, not last night. I think the first one he did. Yeah, because I think that, I think he's partnered up with uh, Valentine. So I think he'll be doing, I think every every Friday, if I'm not wrong, every Friday or every Saturday, mm-hmm. he's, he's going to be on Facebook Watch. You've just mentioned something and sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I don't know if I'm changing the direction of this conversation. No, no, no he said he's doing something with He's doing something with Valentine's, yeah? Yeah, so do you think do you think um our creators out here have found a way to 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 monetize these IG performances? Because for the most part, it's free. You're giving people a free show, which yeah, is they're, they're giving people a free show, but uh, G Money is in his bag, if I'm not wrong. <laughs> maybe or maybe they're just giving him the platform like through their through their Facebook page. Because I, I don't know, I don't know whether he's actually but I mean, monetizing like, it. And you see, G Money's getting that Valentine's because that's G Money. But there's so many other people doing live stuff. The was it last night or Juicy? Boutros mm-hmm. had his own live thing. He did his own performance as well. Yeah, I saw that. What about what about cats like those? They need a bag as well. 
I think this would be the perfect time if 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 artists or creatives can get in touch with uh, the, these corporates, even if like you're sitting your your ass in the house, like you you're doing a live set, but you're also you know getting a small bag on the side because this time at this time where there are no shows being done, there's like there's nothing going on in terms of live performances, like actually actually getting out of the house, going to see a concert. I think that would benefit the artists a lot. Like if if the companies were to were to uh, co- collaborate with the artists. Now, because we because we know things. because we know from from history, the yeah. government doesn't do shit. Facts, facts. Yeah. So you were saying. So I think like these are some of the ongoing conversations that we need to be having from even before the virus to after the whole the whole effect in general because it's still it's still distribution of opportunity you know, yeah at the end of the day so I mean let's hope for the best I've seen a few things starting to happen I think Fena did some with Smirnoff mm-hmm. I think uh, Piera did some with um, Piera did some with Hennessy. We're gonna get let into me, the let me. <laughs> We're gonna get into those comments later. I know you saw. <laughs> Bro. No, people are mean. Kenyans are mean. Yo, guys are mad. Especially for Pierre's Pierre's IG. Now, now we need we need to talk about this right now before we move on to anything else. You guy. You guy, I don't even know where to start. I, I'm sorry to laugh at other people's pain, but I was dying. Yo, ati, ati, ati piano naka kama ukoko movie please. Because of all okay, the, because of all the, the CDs on the wall. The CDs in the background. Oh my god. You guys, I was seeing like when she posted, and I know this is regular thing. Uh, I know a bunch of people have said this to other guys, but it was like, ati yo party tonight. Guys are like ati sangapi to zemesimu. I'm a city sangapi to log out. Oh, yo. Wow. So I read those ones first. Then I was like, nah, it can't be bad. So I was like, let me keep on reading. Whoa, 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 whoa. <clears throat> but in their defense, she fumbled. She 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 let that she kind of let that happen to her. Uh-huh. She no, no, she let that happen to herself. Let's let's be honest about that. But yo, the thing, hey, Kenyans on Twitter. Hey? Basically, it's like this. Dude, just be safe. Don't diss no one out here in these streets because the day these guys come for you, it's downhill. I don't understand how people who've been roasted manage to, to survive. Because when Kenyans go in, they go in. And they go in extremely hard, bro. Hey, they don't give a shit about your family, your feelings, your friends, their employment. Bro, it's time to go in, it's time to go in. Anyway, Ebu, hey, Ebu will just keep an eye on those IG lives because the minute Kenyans on Twitter move to Instagram, there's numbers and then they come back to Instagram with now the, the input. Mm-hmm. Yo, <laughs> speaking on how Kenyans are savage, man, this dude, you know, someone, someone posted, it was like a TDJ exclusive wanted to do a live party. Oh, on no. Street 35 view. Check oh, on a 35 Yeah, 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 yeah like I saw that. Out. Yeah, I saw that. Yo, <laughs> what's up with us and loving people's downfall, man? It's like 
it's like it gives us a rush. It's not loving people's downfall. I think we're just very selective. Like so much shit has happened to us that everything's just funny. Actually, you know the thing is, and uh, and like I don't know why I'm getting into this, but let me get into it anyway. We are so good at masking, like whatever stress we're going through. Like we use memes, we use laughter. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I think. Cause the minute the minute all these IG lives have been going on, Saudi Souls, not a single bad thing was said on the Saudi Soul IG live. Yeah. Then you come to Pierre McKenna's IG live, then oh, it's like it was just unleashed. So, so basically, the way Kenya operates is it's usually collective decision. Collective decision. If Never. we hate you, we yeah. hate you. Yeah, it's like it's like someone stands at the front of the line, and is like, "You are Kenya Dave, Kenya Saudi Solo connects. Now Panda, Panda." Then it's like, "I, we love him." And then it's yeah, like the yeah, because it comes up. And then it's like, "Yeah, Kenya Dave, no Tuna Panda, Z, Akwe." So you know, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, because like thing. Yeah, because like um, like uh, as as we finish on this topic, like like Jana Jana Bien was on on the Saudi Soul IG live page. He was just doing, like I guess a Q and A or just talking to the fans, and the numbers were there. I think he had about maybe maybe two k people, three thousand, three almost like three thousand watching his IG live. And then now you go to nice. other IG lives. Guys are getting like single digits or even double Yo, digits speak, speaking of numbers you saw what happened to tori's live when drake joined oh my god yeah see it spiked up <laughs> the, it, it became like like, actually it became a record yeah it, it went up by i think 150k mm. or was it 200 because like, it jumped from i think 160 to like 310 300 yeah and that's crazy and it's like how do you have such influence? What do you do with yourself when you have so much influence? How does it feel to have so much power? Bro, bro, next week we're going to talk about how Drake, Drake is a genius. Uh, I'm going to need to get my logbook out, do this tin, sand, tin. What was it called in high school? Tan, sin. Tan, sin. I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to need to calculate these algorithms. <laughs> Now we're gonna talk about how, how Drake is that big of an influence, and we're gonna talk about how he is a genius because that guy, hey, we it's, yeah, it's he drops he drops something, so we're gonna talk about that next week. Like we just have to figure out like what what he does, man. Yeah, we have to. All right, let's get into the conspiracy. Not not the conspiracy, the controversy, I should say, of Drake champs. Ah, as they take a sip. So, <laughs> I'm a big fan of podcasts, um, especially during this quarantine period. I've really yeah. been binge listening to podcasts. Yeah. And Drink Champs is one of my go-to channels. All right. So, for those of you this, who don't know what we're talking about, um, yeah, we we both like enjoy. Uh, Drink Champs, and uh, I enjoy, of course, the Joe Button podcast uh, that's taking mm. a break uh, for now. But every week I was always there watching, even with Drink Champs, if it's my favorite person, I was there watching. Um, mm. So the, la- the last episode that's on the Revolt channel was uh, Nori 
talking to Lamar Odom. And, Lamar Odom. And, you know, they talked about everything. And it was like a two-hour, I think maybe two-and-a-half-hour podcast. About, yeah, two hours and some. And right. I, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. When I saw Lamar Odom going to drink champs, yeah, I had to disconnect. And then I had a quick flashback of what was happening to him, uh-huh. you know, prior in his life. Yeah. But when I saw him having drinks and even being like, nah, I need to take a shot for that, I was thinking to myself, uh, man, them is okay, you know? Or maybe mm-hmm. some of the stories I was hearing back in the day might have been false. Mm-hmm. So I'm still listening to this Drink Champs episode and I'm doing my thing. And then it gets, first of all, this, this was one of my um, more boring episodes because Lamar Odom just takes too fucking long to speak. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't even finish it. Like, sorry, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I was saying like I didn't even finish it. Like I told you, like I, I didn't even finish the first hour. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, I remember you told me you didn't even know what happened towards the end. Yeah. Yeah, cause, cause you, you came and told me like, like some shit had went down. So, um, like I, I don't get it. I don't get it why he went to drink champs knowing very well that the way, the way Nori gets information out of you is. To make you have a drink. Or, but at the same time, remember this. Um, Royce the Five Nine has had has had problems with alcohol. Yeah. Royce the Five Nine has been on drink chats. Yeah, but Royce, Royce, Royce was able to say something. I felt like Lamar maybe twice. should have said something. He he was just like, yo, we don't need to have drinks. And and since you saw the beginning of this drink chance episode. Even yeah. Nori was like, I haven't had a drink in nine weeks until this day here. Mm-hmm. So Lamar should have been like, well, you know, I can't really drink. Or can we keep it on a minimum? Or something, like some sort of warning. Or they could have just smoked up. Like, I think Royce, Royce also, or smoked I think up. Royce smoked up or, or, or he didn't like have anything at all. Yeah, I don't think, he didn't have anything. Royce was just clean. He was just like, you may have come from my own journey and I'm just here to promote and have a discussion. because. Regardless, Nori knows how to hold conversation. Nori is an OG in the game. He knows stories. He knows some of these people personally. Even the whole thing with Lamar Odom, they come from far. It's not that he, you just meet. Yeah, but do Lamar you think do you, do you think Nori was was genuinely like he didn't he didn't he didn't know about Lamar selling the championships, or do you think that was just like ignorant? Well, I guess because you know he kept on he kept on saying it innocently i really think maybe nori didn't know that he sold them for. i didn't know that he sold them for drugs i know he i know that lamar had been messing up yeah i know he had the drug problems i know he lost his rings i also didn't know that he sold them for blow bro that shit blew me out of my mind 50 i had to like look up the story after this whole incident yeah. this man sold his nba rings for 50k a piece for blow that's mad you know, that's, that's, it's, it's pretty low. It's definitely not something he wants to look back at, especially if he's managed to, to recover. But I feel like maybe he's still in the process of recovery, and that's why maybe it bothered him. Maybe he's still battling it. Because once you get over something and you put it behind you and just decide to, like, maybe become a better person, something like that shouldn't necessarily bother you that hard, you know? Yeah, but man. I'm, not but... here, I'm, not, I'm also not here to tell people how to feel. Yeah. But that's just how I felt. I felt like he should have said something before the interview. Because, again, Nori was like, but, bro, you called us. Yeah. Yeah. 
but still so, at the same time like like bruh <laughs> i i think i think like okay because because uh lama was taking it maybe was it i think maybe he was taking his time answering the questions or maybe that's just the effects of like too much of what he was doing back then and then now it's affecting him uh-huh. uh yeah yeah nori nori should have just like been like okay so i haven't been drinking for nine weeks uh out of respect i shouldn't you know do it in front of you even if you know you're the one who called me to to mm-hmm. to meet up with you like bro <laughs> so let so let's say it's a shared blame you know yes yeah, a shared blame no particular person was more wrong than the next it's a shared blame lamar should have known better to to say something maybe behind the scenes because we don't know what happens behind the scenes i don't know if um you know the team at drink champs Ask Lamar's team, like, are you guys sure you're okay with drinking? We don't know if those questions were asked. No one has said anything to that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure they said that. I'm not sure they said that. Yeah, so that hasn't come up, but let's just say it's a shared blame situation. But Lamar, in my opinion, Lamar came off real funny. He, um, he, uh, it's good that he was being stand up, but at the same time, he came off funny because it's like now you, you just, uh, let me put it. I feel like Lamar wasn't being, he, he wasn't trying to take responsibility of his own action. True. And I've been big on that. I've been big on, it's one of the things I've been big on lately. Yeah. So when I see it, when I see it, I try to, <clears throat> you know, try to try to analyze the situation if it were me. Yeah. Am I the same person that's going to try to blame the next person if it was me or am I going to try to own up to it? Yeah, man. Uh... <laughs> Oh, but that was that was that was uh, funny and sad at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's I just wonder... hope it doesn't happen again. I'm worried. I really hope it doesn't affect uh, the drink champs continuation continuity. Well, uh, we're gonna see because, of course, you know the situation in the states is a lot of shit has been shut down. Like you can't have. I think the directive is more than. I think more than five people or more than ten people in a room. Uh, yeah. I love. It. We're gonna get into it next week. Like what content? What content we're gonna maybe have to be able to to, to deal with or to expect during quarantine. Um, and we're gonna get into money heist next week as well. So, oh my god! <laughs> I have a story to tell you. I'm gonna save it for next week. All right, all right, all right. I want to hear this. So I can't wait. I'm going to save it for next week, bro. All right. Uh, for those of you who have tuned in into this first episode of the podcast, don't worry if we're going left, right, and center. We just, uh, this is a conversation. We can it's basically start. vibes. It's basically, trying to stabilize. We're going to be, we're going to get better at this, basically. So bear with us. Mm-hmm. Um, Stick with us stick with us the the world is changing i don't think the world will ever get back to normal also also this is this is us talking to you and talking with you so if you feel like there's anything y'all need us to cover you know feel free to hit us up on our socials with a comment if there's anything happening around you that you think we might not know of and you think it's something that you know people will be interested in just let us know what's up if you have any conspiracy theories yourself about this virus if you know something that we don't know (laughs) 
Oh, that's going to be funny. Hey, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, shoot, plug your Twitter, Yo. uh, pl- plug your socials, and then I'm plugging my socials. Then we can get out of here till next week. As I told you, man, my name is Shoe Kid. That's S H U K I D. Find me on social media Twitter, that's at King Shoe Kid254. Uh, Instagram, just King Shoe Kid. Facebook, my Facebook page is Shoe Kid. Uh, I'm all over the network, man. Just hit me up, holla at me, let's parlay all day, any day. Right, and I am at Dave the MC on Twitter. Uh, you can catch me there on Instagram, Dave the MC21. And yeah, we're gonna set up uh, the Nice Eye podcast on your socials, so that you can also holler at us there. And thank mm. you for listening to us, man. Like in this time where everything seems to be dark and gloomy, you know. there's always gonna be light in terms of creatives coming up with ways to talk to y'all and. Yep. Uh, interact with you even as you go through this difficult time so yeah thank you very much for listening to the first episode of the nice eye podcast it's the boy shoe kid and dave the mc and until next till next time till next time actually Uh, yeah man stay quarantined uh, wash your hands sanitize (laughs) shower By the way, we're going to talk about how I think people are not shouting. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that, man. All right. Till next time. Peace. Yep.